So listen, y'all, y'all, y'all do really good together. Like from the Aww. jump. First off, I was like, I was vibing to the to the intro. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, and then like the way that y'all play off of each other, y'all do really good. I like it, man. That's that's a dope. That's a dope show thank y'all have. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is a walk in the life of entrepreneurship. We will interview people from all walks of life, but have one thing in common. They have taken risks, went against the grain, and rose to the occasion to thrive in their purpose. This podcast will be a source of knowledge, inspiration, and proof that greatness can be born from the ground up. From the ground up. From the ground up. What's going on, everybody? This is the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, and this is... Keisha Rock. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we are back after a long summer, and we are here, and we are entering fall, and we are ready to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, a, a good little vacay. It has been an eventful, eventful um, summer for us. So we have baby. Baby KJ is here now, and he's going to be all over our Instagram, which he already is. So right, I'm right. sure you guys have seen him, and you are loving him like we are. <laughs> <laughs> but today we are so excited to have um, Charles Smith on today. We're interviewing him. He's a successful entrepreneur, owner of Black Fathers Exist. Black Fathers Exist is a movement that was created to shine a positive light and destroy the negative stereotype of black fathers. Welcome, Charles. How are you? Great, Aaron Keisha. I truly appreciate you having me on the show and uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. So how's your summer been? I, I know it's been probably a, a super busy summer with the business, but how's everything been with you as far as uh, COVID and the, um, the movement with Black, Lotters, Ma- Black, Black Lotter- Lives, Lives Matter? Like, what's going on with you over there? You're in Atlanta, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm outside of Atlanta. And, and all as well, um, you know, with all the, the craziness that's been happening, you know, in 2020, um, you know, I just, you know, I call it a blessing. There's a lot of good that's been happening. Um, and, you know, me and my family are staying low key. I have, uh, you know, my wife, we've been married. We just celebrated this past weekend, our 11th year anniversary. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And, uh, we have, yes. Thank you. I truly appreciate that. And then we have two young boys. So, you know, just staying busy with them and, and trying to manage a business at the same time. But, but all is well, for sure. I love it. I love it. Do you, do your young, um, do your sons, do they understand the movement Black Lives Matter? How, is that something that you guys talk about in the household? Yeah, yeah. So on, on a small scale, you know, we don't yeah. really go to it that much with them. Uh, my oldest is five and then my other oh, okay. our son is two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're, they're very young. But, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, definitely as they start getting a little older and, and understanding uh, you know, it's going to be important to really, you know, let let them know kind of what's going on in the world, you know. Right. right I, exactly. I, I'm with you. Um, I already love right. that you're going to be able to show them that black entrepreneurship is possible. So you're already, I feel like you're already at an upper hand when it comes to parenting. So I love that and fully give you a round of applause for doing this. <laughs> Much appreciation. Uh, I appreciate that for sure. Everybody for knows sure. entrepreneurship is not an easy, you know, an easy journey yeah yeah for sure i mean it's one of those things right um you know everybody wants that freedom and that's what i wanted i mean Mm -hmm. you know you want it but when you get into it you know it's 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 constant challenges on a day-by-day basis so you know it has to be something that you really want but you know if, if you do want it you know it can be very rewarding as well yeah 
All right, so walk yeah. us through it. Walk us through how Black Fathers came to exist um, and then how you developed the brand. Because I, I could be wrong, but it seems like it became a brand and a movement first, and then you turned it into a business. Wow, wow, yeah. So, um, you know, so I guess maybe I'll just, you know, start from the beginning how, you know, I even got on this entrepreneurial journey, period. Right. Um, so, I, so I was in, in corporate America for, um, you know, nine years. I ended up getting an undergrad in accounting uh, from Bethune-Cookman University. It's an HBCU in Daytona Beach. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I got my MBA midway during my career um, from the University of Georgia. And so, you know, throughout that time, you know, I was grateful and blessed to be able to have a career and, you know, take care of my family and, you know, was making a good living. But, you know, throughout that time, you know, I always just felt like there was more for my life. I kind of felt also like, you know, my soul was dying because, you know, when you feel like you have a different purpose, but, you know, you're stuck in the cubicle all day, that, that kind of wore on me a lot. And right. so, yeah. um, mid, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then so midway through, um, you know, my career, I kind of learned about, you know, e-commerce and you know how to sell online. And I created my first product around that time. Uh, you know, it, it was in the wine niche and I had a wine product and, nice. you know, I got it sourced from China. Yeah, that, that's where I, I really started. And then I just remember the first time that, you know, my product went live on Amazon. Um, I was hooked. Like I, I, wow. I, I, went, I went to sleep, I woke up, I had like three sales on my phone and I was just like amazing. Like it was just craziest feeling and from that point on i was like this is what i want to do all right wait and, we gotta um, wait you got charles yeah, you gotta yeah, stop yeah, yeah. right there because i'm you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go you got me hooked now i need she to know excited. more all right so e- sure. e-commerce break it down for me like i am a baby what what tell, explain to me what that is yeah right 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 so e-commerce is um you know just people who sell online so any online store you might have you know macy's where you can uh buy buy online you might have Amazon, uh-huh. right? That's e-commerce and allows you as opposed to being like in a brick and mortar where you can only, you know, serve your local area, uh-huh. e-commerce and selling on the internet, uh, you have the opportunity to reach people, you know, all across the country or the world if you want to. Right. And then that's the really the power of it to be able to sell, you know, electronically online. Uh, to a large group of people without being limited by location. Right. Nice, nice. And so what made you realize this is something that you could do as like an individual and not like as a, as a, as you a know, corporation or, you know. Right, right. Sure. So, you know, when, like I said, when, when I first learned about it, um, I was, I was searching like, what can I do? What can I do? And, um, I ended up finding like a course, right. Okay. So I was online and I listened to like this webinar and they were selling a course at that time. Uh-huh. And I just remember listening to that course. And once I got off, I was just like, this is something that I want to do. And so I immediately went to my wife. I was like, you know, Bay, like this, this course, like I want to buy it and learn how to do this. Hey, and so like we me. talked about it. I know, it. I'm like, is this <laughs> yeah, my household? Sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, that, that specific course at that time, I don't know. I feel like it was a few grand. And then I ended up finding one that was like 500 bucks mm-hmm. from somebody else. They were teaching the same thing. So yeah. I ended up getting it. And I remember just coming home after work and just like diving into that material and just really learning, like, and going through the process. And from there, I, I mean, I, and, and also too, 
you know, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I worked for a consumer products company where they sold like physical goods and stuff. And I remember right. working at that company. And I was like, I, I wish I could create my own product, but I had no idea how. So when I found that course as well, it just seemed congruent. Right. I want to highlight. I want to highlight courses because I will be honest, I've always been a person up until the last maybe two years that's been so skeptical (laughs) about all those courses to teach you how to be a master in this and teach you how to make $10,000 a month. And like, I mean, we were start though. You know, or, you know, I've always been so skeptical, but honestly, you know, once we bought, we ended up buying into a real estate course, we have our opinions on it or whatnot. But anyway, I'm telling you, we were scarred. (laughs) We were scarred a little bit, but anyway, but I have seen so many people become successful. And when they talk about their story, so many people will say they, they started with a course. They actually invested in themselves. So what I've realized is you do have to be. Um, you have to do put some work into doing some research about these courses and, you know, are they legitimate and, you know, read reviews and want do what you got to do to build, to, you know, to know that you're putting your money into the best product. But I've also realized right. that it's okay and you should invest in yourself. Yeah, and that's, that was right. a hard, that was a hard challenge for me to get over. And now I'm seeing like right. those courses for different, you know, career fields is something that it's, it's okay to put money into that. I mean, you still got to research. Them, yeah. Right? <laughs> Cause you right. will get, you will get burned. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. No, absolutely. I mean, so to, to everything, especially what you said, Aaron, like, you know, it's important to, to research, right? There's a lot of people who are claiming to get results and yeah. produce results for other people. And so, you know, doing your due, due diligence is important. But, you know, I've, I've invested, you know, a lot of, you know, just money over the years just in these online courses like you know, it's funny because, you know, we have our traditional education system and, you know, I went to college, but it doesn't really, especially for entrepreneurs, the universities don't really teach you. Right. It's not geared to that and it's not up to date, but, you know, finding people who, you know, are in e-commerce or in real estate or just do, you know, all type of different things, you know, it's a lot of knowledge out there. And so once I invested in that, that first course, that was my very first one that I did. And it was amazing. I mean, it walked yeah. step by step through the process. Um, you know, there were weekly calls. There was a Facebook group where other people who were doing but the same know, thing. But you know, you also, you also must have brought a level of enthusiasm and commitment into the course too. Right. Cause some people can pay for courses right. and, and not show up, you know, not do it. Exactly. So the fact that exactly. you, you were ready, you know, Right. And I think that's a, that's a great point as well. Um, you know, I was ready, right. I was ready to commit and put in the time and put in the work. And I, I feel like, you know, I've, I've learned from these courses that different people get different results. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. and they, 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 they pay attention to the same exact content. So a lot of the time it's about the person or where the person is along their journey. And so right, exactly. uh, you're, you're right. Uh, when I did them, I was ready. Yeah. All right, so what happened next? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, I ended up doing that, and I remember getting my first sales. And, you know, I just continued that path and, and did pretty good with that. And so I was working, like I said, that was probably about, that was in 2014. Mm-hmm. So that was about three years before I left corporate. And that right there was like, okay, Charles, if you figure out how to do this, if you keep going down this path, then this could be your opportunity to right. do something else and, and make your jump, right? Right. So this and became your side hustle. Became my side hustle. Yeah. Became my side hustle. And at the same time, just really learning this new skill set about how to sell online. And so 
Um, you know, after that, uh, you know, I continued the next three years and it just got to a point where I couldn't do it anymore. It was just like, this is time. And, you know, I ended up, you know, one day kind of raising a red flag in my own weird way at my job. And, you know, my boss, you know, she just, we had a conversation. I let her know that, um, you know, I just wasn't happy anymore. I felt like I wanted to do something else. And so she ended up giving me, uh, you know, 30 days and, you know, from there, I was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. And, you know, to my wife's surprise, I came home one day and I was like, you know, this is going to be it. And me and her had been talking about it for a while, but I don't think she was as prepared. So, <laughs> but, you know, and this right, is something right, right. we still uh, talk about today, right? And it got to a place to where, you know, we finished. I ended up leaving and we sold our house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of burned the boats per se, and I went on this entrepreneur journey back in 2017. And so this is kind of what I've been on, you know, since then. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Right. <laughs> I mean, so, that, that's a huge step. I mean, you, you took that, you bit that bullet. That's the hard right. part is leaving, um, that, that comfort that, zone. That, that's that comfort zone that we think is comfortable, but you know, how comfortable is it really? You I know, mean, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. For sure. For sure. And and I'll tell you this, so when I ended up leaving, um, you know, it was the best time. Like, I felt so free. I remember when I was working my career and I would just walk outside and see the cars driving by. And I was like, I wonder what these people are doing every day that they can be out and about, like, during the daytime. <laughs> I hadn't had that, you know what I'm saying, for years, yeah. right? And I always, you know, it was just, like, different things that I was like, I just wonder what life would be like. And so right. I finally felt it. And it was an amazing feeling. It was like a kid in the sandbox. I had my chance to, you know, try different things out and figure out what I wanted to do. But, you know, fast forward a little bit, um, you know, it's probably about nine months down the line. I hadn't really picked up any real traction at that point in time. I didn't choose like one thing that, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of sound success. I was jumping all over the place and not putting my energy and efforts in one place. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up, you know, kind of just running out of funds and running out of finances. And I just remember those days, like, like my back being against the wall, just yeah, like right. the walls closing in on me, feeling so much pressure because here I am, um, you know, I left my job to go chase this. Things weren't working out in my favor. I have a wife. I had a son. He was probably about two or three at the time. And to to to, to add this to it, the day that I ended up leaving my job, my wife tells me that she's pregnant, right? Oh so, you, you know, during that, during that whole time, right, so during that whole time she's pregnant and, you know, I'm just like failing, you know what I'm saying? I'm failing on this journey. And so it was a point to where I didn't want to go back to corporate yet. Um, you know, I just, at that point, I still wanted to try. And so I started delivering newspapers. I was at a six-figure job and I started delivering newspapers um, seven days a week, I would leave the house around 11 p.m. and get back at 6 p.m. just to make ends meet, $200, $300 a week. And that was a very, very humbling time for right. me. Um, that was really the lowest point of just like my adult life. And just feeling like, yo, like, and, and I always wondered, like, God, like, why did I have this desire in my heart that was so strong that just like pulled and tugged me for all of this time mm. to right. get here. And then I ended up failing. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't right. understand I like, why, why things were going on in my face. Has, I think that question yeah. has crossed so many minds. Uh, definitely right. minds. 
Right, right, right. I mean, it, it was it was tough for me, but it got to a point to where, okay, our son ended up being born, and it, it was just like a point to where we weren't even really able to sustain. But one thing that I tell you is this. Although things were so difficult during that time, I look back during then, and I remember so many blessings being dropped on us. When, when I look yeah. back, it's funny to me, how we even made it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know. I, I, I feel don't even you. know how. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, thinking about rent being due and bills. and I mean, but there's the thing. Like, I pawned some of, like, my dad gave me jewelry and stuff when I was 18. I, I would pawn that away, and I would pawn stuff around the house and just, you know, give Try away valuables. Money. And I'm talking about title loans and mm-hmm. all these different things to make it through. And it was so difficult, but I just remember, you know, what we take it to the next day and the next week and the next mm-hmm. month. But then it got to a point in time to where my wife she was just like, I can't do this anymore. So she ended up uh, finding, she does cosmetology. She's done like hair and makeup and mm-hmm. things uh, throughout the years. And so she went to go get like a lab on this job. And then at that point, I was like, well, it's time, Charles. You, you, I understand you still want to go on this journey and you're trying, but you need to kind of reset. And so what I had to do is humble myself, reach out to my same, you know, bosses and employers, ask for recommendations. And I ended up going to corporate and got kind of like a contract job for the next six months. Okay. And that was, uh, you know, a really humbling experience as well. So that was kind of like a break uh, for me to kind of regroup and, and get back going so we can at least be able to sustain a little bit longer. Right. So, right, so right, when right. did when did you hit your sweet spot? Like, when did it transition into Black Fathers Exist, and you realize that right. that purpose that you felt that yearning, that desire, right. like th- now you, right. you you hit it. You know, you figured it out. Right, right, right. So prior, right before I created Black Fathers Exist, I ended up um, creating a brand that was called Hustle for My Kids, um, and basically it was just still around fatherhood and. You know, there's some things that happened. That brand ended up getting shut down, and I couldn't run my store. And so I had to start all over again. And basically, that's when I ended up having the idea of Black Fathers Exist. And the reason and and the whole idea and the premise behind it was, I remember when I did work my full-time job, and I had a conversation uh, with another guy. And, you know, he was kind of asking me these different questions. He was saying, well, you know, he, we, were, we were talking about what we're doing the weekend. And he was like, uh, are you married? He was just kind of, you know, thinking, like, are you married? And then he was like, um, you know, your, your your son, is that you and your wife, child together? You know, these like right, right. These different questions that were kind of like. Stereotypical. Bro, I mean, it seems like you, you're throwing out these like, you know, these, 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 I guess, pre-frames of, of who you think I am. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As a man and as a black man. And. I just remember that conversation and then also other men who kind of had similar, I guess, uh, experiences in the past. Right, right. And so I was like, at that point in time, let me just go ahead and create a brand about me. I'm a man. I'm a black father. Let me create something about just myself. Mm -hmm. And I ended up, you know, at the very, I was at the lowest time, ended up creating Black Fathers. I probably had about three t-shirts on the website at that point in time. And I remember, you know, I was having a conversation with a couple of my friends online or on the phone and I woke up the next night and I had three orders on my phone 
and basically they bought t-shirts from me and those were like my first customers right. and from that Support, point man. on and i'm saying like I, I was like yeah i just i truly appreciated support at that time and so push brand and her like my first 500 followers on facebook and, and and in the first thousand, in the first two thousand, if you were to look back on my Facebook page, you would be able to see those videos that I created. And it just slowly started building and people slowly started supporting the brand. And, uh, you know, it was awesome to race it then. And I started putting more time and energy in it. And, you know, over time, you know, we, uh, you know, at this point, we probably have, you know, a little over maybe 20, 25,000 customers over the past couple of years. And so wow. I'm just so grateful of the support that, that has been given to the brand, you know? That's right. Dope. That's dope. So, so is this now your, your main source of income? Is this what you're doing now? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is what I, I, I do for the most part. And nice. then the other thing is, um, you know, helping other t-shirt brand owners, uh, you know, so learn like how to you know get their brands up as well. So you know, I've I've taken you know, it's one of those things where you know it's teach what's taught. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so right, I right, help right. others do kind of the same thing. You know. Nice. I love that. I love that, man. Because I mean, I remember my wife. My wife bought me the shirt on Father's Day, and she was telling me about right. it. And I was like, okay, I like I like the shirt. I like it's dope. And then right. a couple of days later, y'all had uh, used me and my son. Oh yeah! Once we got the shirt and everything, yeah. Um, right. I, I sent you the pictures to put on, on the Instagram on, on the Black Fathers right. this Instagram, but then you used it in an advertisement, which I mean I was cool with, but it was so funny because yeah. it, it, it gave me a little little local fame. Yeah, a little bit. people were going crazy about it. It's like, well, is this you? Is this you? Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. well, now we That's definitely. Right. I had already when I saw it, when I bought when I purchased the shirts and I saw the website and did my little research on y'all. I knew then I wanted you on the podcast, but after that, I was like, well. We have to yeah. get them on here. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. So, yeah, the, 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 it's funny. So, every time, so we use, like, in a lot of our ads, you know, just like you said, Keisha, we'll get pictures. If you look on our website, we have, like, you know, a thousand plus pictures of our customers, right? And then we'll get them in DMs and messages. Yeah. Right. And so, in a lot of our advertising, you know, one of the things that we do is whenever we get those pictures, we just show customers, you know, uh, wearing the shirts and with their children that just really represent the brand, people who have already supported. And so every time that we do that, um, like the person uh, the person that is in the picture, they see the ad, their friends see the ad, and we get yeah. those tags all the time. And yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a really good experience yeah. all the way around. It is. It is, yeah. 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 So yeah. What, what does a day in a life look like for you now? So what does it look like as far yeah. as the business and just like how do you, you know, how do you schedule things out and – and talk about the freedom that you may have now, too. Right. Well, I tell you, these days, it's um, it's, it's, it's extremely busy. So, okay. um, you know, I've used to, so before Thursday, um, I ended up um, using a different business model. I, I used a business model that's called Demand. And basically, um, when people would order from our store, those orders would get sent to a printer, they would print it, they would ship it to the customer. So really on my end, it was about managing the store, you know, doing the advertising mm -hmm. and doing the customer service and somebody took care of all of the printing. Well, uh, during the Father's Day, especially with COVID, the print-on-demand model wasn't really feasible because 
you know, COVID is happening. They have like long turnaround times, 30 days, 45 days. Mm -hmm. So what we started doing is fulfilling locally. And basically um, now uh, we have a local screen printer. They print all the shirts. And then uh, we had a team of people who fulfills it from, you know, we started from our house. Now we do it locally in a warehouse. And, you know, yeah. So, so now I'm at the point to where me and my wife, you know, I'm saying like today we got up. There's a lady in our neighborhood. They met us at a warehouse. We ended up fulfilling orders probably about for like four or five hours. And then my wife had an appointment and we came home. But what I'm trying to do now is really build a team. I've been running the company for the most part by myself over the last couple of years. But now it's to the point where I can't do it anymore, especially with us fulfilling on our own. And so it's like, you know, you go to new levels, but at the same time, there's always like these new challenges or these new things that you have to learn. And right now the place where I am is like, okay, Charles, you know that people are interested in your brand, but at the same time, you know, you have, you can't do it on yourself. You can't do it by yourself anymore. You have to get people to help and assist. And so that's kind of where I am right now. Exactly. That's, That's exactly where I am right now. And I'll tell you this, like this father's day, we received so much support and Keisha, I know you mentioned before, I'm not sure if you got even got any of the emails and the challenges yeah. that we faced, but yeah. we had so many orders. We had like 13,000 orders during father's yeah. day and, this and I, year. And, and I will and, also say that's another reason I was like, Aaron, we have to have him on the podcast because I was, right. I was concerned about my order just like everybody was. And right. when I went to right. your Instagram and I looked at the comments and I was like, holy shit, people are giving, right. giving him right. heat. They were like right, giving right. you yeah. heat. And I said, wait a minute, yeah. like, do I really feel like right. I'm getting like scammed? I really didn't in my heart. But then with all these people right. going crazy about their order, it's like, you know, what's going right. on? But I respected how right. you handled it. You like handled a, it man. like, a, like, yeah, like a class A, you handled it, um, you addressed you were you were responding to people you addressed it you offered you know yeah. solutions like and you were you were genuine is you what i got from it but, but he was you were really genuine about it too like um i don't know it's just something that you wouldn't get from a bigger business it's, you know it's something that you can get from a local you know small small business but you don't always get but that's like for me, that's the beauty of dealing with small businesses that you should get that genuine person-to-person, you know, connection from the owner. And you gave that during that hard time. So hopefully, to me, you got customers who are going to be returning because of how you handled it. Right. No, I mean, and I truly appreciate that. And, and well, for, you know, the grace and the mercy that, you know, you showed me. Because like you said, when when you look at those comments and just going back to that time, I wish people knew how much, like, we were working around the clock and how much we cared, right? Right. It, it, it really hurt me and disturbed me that people didn't get their stuff in time for Father's Day. We probably had maybe a couple of thousand who were in that position, right? And we look at it, we had 13,000 orders, but we had so many who got it. But when things go wrong, uh-huh. you know, the, the people where it goes wrong, it seems like it's the loudest, right? It exactly. seems like that's the main thing that's yes. going on. Yeah. And with, yeah, with all the comments on social, that was a big test for me. I'm not going to lie. Like I felt like the business was going to break. I felt like I was going to break at that time. Yeah. It was criticism coming from left and right. And that was the point where it was like, Charles, like if this is what you want to do, you know, you got to kind of face up and, and just kind of take it off the chin and just keep doing the right thing. And I feel exactly. like it was never going to end. I felt like it was never going right. to end. But that situation and just being in that fire, it made me stronger. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And sure. it's something that 
I, I did not want to go through. Right. But since I did go through it, it, it's made me so much better and, you know, just prepare me to, you know, be like, okay, if you want to do this, bro, you're going to have to build your business to be able to, to be able to sustain, right. and be able to, 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 to take this type of demand exactly. and handle it with ease. And yeah. so that's really the journey that I'm on right now. Yeah. And I, and I think, and I think that's remarkable. And I also think that, um, it showed you that you, this is a business now that you're willing to fight for. You know, right, because right, you, you didn't right. you didn't run from the problem and like hunker down. You know, you know, you stood up to it. Up but to it. you, right. I could also tell that it was one of those you were in that moment making the next best decision every time you right. came across mm-hmm. a problem. I can tell you, ask yourself, what's the best? What's the next best thing I can do that's right? Like, how can mm-hmm. I make this right? And I think that's. Right. If we all can do that when we when mistakes happen, if we can say what's the next best thing I can do to make it right, I mean, It'll, then you're winning. Like right. you, you're doing the best you can. Absolutely, so, absolutely. I totally, totally agree for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I was going to ask you. That. I was going to ask you what challenges you've had to overcome, but we, yeah, I mean, that's we just a, went over there. Yeah, we went over yeah. that. So yeah, do you sure, have yeah, any, was, like um, like any tips or advice for like? other creatives who have a message that they want to promote, but they want to also turn it into a business. Yeah. You have any tips on how, how yeah. to start to do that? Yeah, most definitely. Well, you know, this is what I'll say. And, and me just being a feeling like I, you know, I have a little bit of creativity as well. Um, one thing about us creatives is that, you know, we, we have uh, the ability to, to come up with ideas and put them out into the world. Right. But one thing that I feel like, a lot of the times creatives, um, I would say, uh, lack is just really understanding how to market themselves or market whatever they are creating. Right. right um, right. you know, one of the things is like, you know, it's, it's, it's when, when we come up with these ideas, it's not always built it and, and they will come, you know what I'm saying? Like right. sometimes we can get it out there and it will go viral, but you know, we, we really have to find, you know, who our target audience is, who our target market is, and have a strategy on how to get it in front of those people and get them to respond to what we've created. And so, you know, what I would say is like, for anybody who is creative or has ideas, you know, a, a marketing system that can, you know, generate that interest as well. I would say, and I would argue that, you know, marketing and advertising is probably just as important or even more important than the thing that you created. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad products out there that get out into the world mm, um, that, you know, have no business being out there, but yeah. they know how to market it. Right. right. And when right. people get it, they're like, oh, this, I mean, think about it. Have you ever got something you're like, man, this thing is not as good as I thought it would be. Exactly. But the reason why is because they were able to advertise. So think about it. if you can take that type of strategy and put it with a good product or a good idea or a good service, then, you know, you can really, you know, light it up and and, and let it catch fire. So, you know, really just in a nutshell, I I feel like creative, keep doing your thing. If you've got great ideas, keep creating them and manifesting those ideas, but also spend a little bit of time and educating yourself on how to market and especially, especially, you know, digital advertising, things like Mm -hmm. Facebook ads and Instagram ads, you know, we talked about courses before. There's a lot of courses just on platforms where you can buy for probably, you know, five, ten bucks, even YouTube videos, yes. just to start getting a grasp on that concept. 
you can start reaching your target market. So that's what I would, I would really say about, you know, creators getting their ideas out. Y'all better pick up these gems yes, because please, they have please. been dropped. <laughs> yes, God. They have been <laughs> dropped. All right, y'all. It is time for Would You Rather This or That. You ready, Charles? Uh, I think I am. Let's go ahead. All let's right. See. Yo, let's go. All right. Would you rather write a book or write a song? Write a song. Write a song. Dope, okay. dope, dope. <laughs> All right, would you rather quarantine with unlimited subs or unlimited pizzas? Um, I think pizza. I'm a pizza guy. I'm a pizza guy. I am with you. You are my people. I like sandwiches. All right, all right. Brandy or Monica? Monica. Hey, Monica, I was telling my wife. um, Did you catch the battle? My first CD. When I was in third grade. They bought me the Fuji's uh, CD, and they thought that it was like had all this cousin and stuff. And so my mom ended up buying Monica. That was like my first. <laughs> I love it. All right. with Monica. Early riser or sleeping in? Oh man, early riser. I'm, I'm a pop. My, my power hours are in the morning. I, I get that's my right. You sound like an early riser. Yeah, man. you do sound that, like that an early riser. That's hustle mentality. Yep. Yeah, all yeah, right. My... <laughs> all right, guys. It's been fun. All right. How can listeners um, reach you? Absolutely. So, yeah, feel free to reach me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at black.fathers.exist. And then you can also reach out, you know, if you had an email, just send something to our customer service. It's support at blackfathersexist.com. And, uh, you know, we'll get back to you. Awesome. And Charles has a discount code for all of our listeners. It's winner five W I N N E R and the number five. Use it. Y'all do want to check out these shirts. They're amazing. Aaron good, gets good. so many compliments good on them. Quality shirts. And too. I mean, you just don't you feel like a king wearing that? Oh yeah, I get. I always get compliments, <laughs> man. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Charles, so much. I love learning about your journey, and I really enjoyed this interview with you. Absolutely, Aaron and Keisha. I truly appreciate you having me on. Be blessed. All right. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. Hey, this is the Ground Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Hey, and go follow us on Instagram at the Ground Up Podcast. Let's go.